We are back from the weekend of this Arizona heat to talk some Arizona Coyotes players. Today, we got Shane Got to Spare on our player review of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, your number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik right beside me. On this Monday, it is May 16th. Hope you guys are later today. Go enjoy your free Chipotle. That apparently is happening. Um, I know I will. Um, I saw that. I saw that. But we're going to talk some player reviews today. Before we get into that, I want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And I also want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, which means no paywall ever. But. Let's get into the meat of today's episode, Carl. We are talking player reviews continued. We got defenseman Shane Gossespear acquired over the last offseason via a trade that the Coyotes didn't give anything up to get (laughs) and ends up being a massive highlight to the Arizona Coyotes season. Absolutely. Uh, Definitely a, like really good player early on uh like an early sign that the coyotes were maybe making the right moves uh i think when the season first started guys got spare performing well was like a real shot in the arm that the team needed and just looking at what they gave up or didn't have to give up to get him and what philadelphia did with that space it just makes it all the better I know, right? Philadelphia and like you know, they figured it's like, oh, you know, we like we can just unload them. We can we'll be able to afford more players and whatever. And then they end up they end up finishing with the fourth overall pick in the upcoming draft, or fifth overall pick in the upcoming draft. Like, yeah, yeah, and you know, Ghost turned into a really good defenseman again. He had you know there was a reason he was traded. He was at a low point in his career. He turned around, uh, finished with 14 goals, 37 assists. That is his second highest goals uh, in a season behind uh, 17 his uh, first year. Uh, Looks like his uh, second highest points. He had 52 or second highest assists. He had 52 in 2017-2018, which is pretty good. Pretty darn close to his most points, 51 to, to 65, and that was that same year. Like, that's... Yeah. Um, but and again, and then the reason why, like it, that, they got rid of, uh, of Ghost Bear. That, that that's what the Philadelphia got rid of him. If you look at the last two years, twelve and twenty points combined. Like you know, on on both of those, like, like yeah, mm, short yeah, in yeah. seasons, admittedly, but yeah. still, but like still he was. Not good. Yeah, he he did look like he was trending up uh, this past season, which is why, like, I think a lot of people were surprised that. 
Philadelphia decided to make that call in the trade. Although I guess, you know, in their minds, this is going to be like the highest his value is ever going to be. Um, and, you know, he was the type of player that the Coyotes needed, like the player who knew like, hey, I have something to prove and I'm going to do it. And I cannot think of a better player, uh, maybe Clayton Keller, uh, but Gasses is definitely one of those players who are talked like about, the very top of that mindset. Yeah, we talked about those play, um, about play. All, we'll talk about the, just the Coyotes in general, right? How everyone has something to prove from the Coyotes this, you know, this last season. Uh, Ghost Bear was definitely one of those. Keller was one of those. And again, we talked back to Strawman, you know, at the beginning of oh, yeah, Strawman. Strawman was another one of those. Like, and like, those are some major players who came out to prove and impressed. Um, and I think even when Ghost Bear slowed down on the, you know, on the point scoring, he still did his job as a defenseman. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we're going to be talking about Jacob Chikrin and his season was just, you know, not ideal. But one of the things that, you know, the reason for that was he was doing the hard work. So Gus Bear was getting some of the easier ice, especially early on in the season that changed when Chikrin was hurt. Um, but that did kind of allow him to, you know, capitalize. And, you know, that's not a knock against him. You need players like that who can do that, who can like, go on the ice and score because they are getting like the good matchup. They're getting the offensive zone times. Like that is, you know, great that he was able to produce in those situations. And I think we saw that, that part coming too, right? We're like, um, at least not entire, like not at this extent, but you and I, when we were talking about the acquisition of ghost bear, we were just kind of like, it's like, yeah, we can definitely see him slot in as a solid second pair defenseman. And, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know, maybe, the change of scenery might help improve his, you know, might help him bounce back. We didn't think it'd get to this level, 51 points. But, I mean, like, we kind of did see it coming. Yeah, yeah. It it was, you know, it was very clear that it was the ideal situation for him. Like, there was still absolutely a chance that, like, something else could have come up or, you know, he whiffed on it, but he didn't. He came in with something to prove to a perfect situation, to idealized time. And he knocked it out of the park, like good on him. Like definitely things that he could do better that we're going to be talking about. Uh, but he had a really solid season. Yeah. And um, that's again, what you want to see, right? It's what you want to see from a, from a player who has something to prove, especially on a rebuilding team. Yeah. Um, and it makes it, it makes it those bright spots, right? Because you're like, especially we knew the Kytus team was going to be bad. So we're just like, what's a couple of things we can look forward to? And, you know, like I was hoping Ghost Bear would be one and he was. So I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm glad we got a chance to see that. And I'm glad we got a chance to see the fact that a change of scenery, just a simple change in scenery really helped him boost his confidence back. Absolutely. And, you know, it's something that we always talk about, but very rarely do we get to see like that kind of turnaround, especially when that change of scenery is to the coyotes. Like mm-hmm. we see it the other way all the time, but not necessarily when it's changing scenery to the coyotes. Yeah. Usually we're just like, we're just like, Oh man, like Dylan Strom, he's just not cutting it out here in, in, in Arizona. Maybe just a change of scenery might help. And then like almost instant, like, 
the first couple games that he goes back to Chicago and, and he has a great was like, see, that's all he needed. Yep. And it's that's how it goes. That's but so it's not it was nice to see the see the other way around this time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that just goes to show like Bill Armstrong is smart in who he's acquiring. Bill Armstrong, yeah, we're, I mean, like his his acquisitions has been amazing. Obviously, we're gonna have a whole episode on Bill Armstrong's freaking acquisitions, um, yeah. but that's much much later in this off season, maybe about a week or two from now. But yeah. uh, there's gonna be a lot to go over because he is not afraid to make a move. And again, as I mentioned, I mentioned this last week. There's a reason why we ca- um, I like to call him Bargain Bill. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, I do kind of wonder because, you know, you often hear like, yeah, players maybe, you know, first year, no one really knows what's going on. Second year, like you kind of know. I feel like that's going to be with Bill Armstrong. Teams are going to be like, all right, who you want to take off me? Why? Yeah, they're, 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 eventually teams will catch on. And again, we're going to talk about that later in the offseason, but like, Let's just say teams are going to eventually catch on, and it's it's going to catch up, but it's okay. We're good for now. We are mm-hmm. good for now. But those are some of the highlights. We're going to in a little bit. We are going to get to some things. We hope we we hoped that um, we can see some improvements. Before we get to any of that, though, I want to let you guys know about our partners at Bet Online that continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. And of course, let's not forget the Stanley Cup playoffs. The second round conclu- I mean, the second round is just about to start. The first round had just concluded after a crazy Game 7 weekend. Uh, so, um... You can get more bets on there. And BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks again, everyone, for making Lockdown Coyotes your first listen every day. Once again, I want to let you guys turn you guys after this episode to turn to Locked On Now. They got nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. But let's go back on here on Locked On Coyotes as we go ahead and discuss Shane Gottesbear, Ghost Bear, as we like to call him. We talked about highlights, Carl, things we wanted to see more from him. What do you have? So um, he, Gus Despair, did kind of disappear for a couple stretches throughout Mm -hmm. the season. Uh, I I think especially when he was doing some of the harder work, uh, which is to be expected, but it was a trend. Uh, He had a phenomenal end to the month of April. Uh, He had a three-assist night against the Minnesota Wild. He had six points in three games. But prior to that, the entire month, he had only had a goal and two assists. And I just want, like, more consistency from him. I want, like, you can't have that disappearance. Especially from one of your veteran guys. Yeah, consistency, consistency, consistency. That is one of the biggest things you'll talk about for a lot of Coyotes players. Because, Mm -hmm. let's be frank, that was a major problem for the entire team. Yep. (laughs) Um, And it... 
and yeah, and like and like and it, you know, it makes sense for a rebuilding team, right? You're gonna have a lot of move. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of things that go, but like you said, you know, you have a veteran like Shane Gossespierre, and yeah, it's his first year with the Coyotes, but like it's still not his first rodeo, you know, working through, you know, you know, um, in the NHL. So he's like got to know. He's he's got to be he's got to be able to stay consistent with his own play, even yeah, if the team around him isn't. Yeah, it, it it's one of those things where I think every player knows that if they mess up, someone's going to have to cover for them. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for the Coyotes, especially Everyone. for players, yeah, like the people who are covering for for Gossip Bear, uh, more often than not, they were like rookies and very inexperienced yeah yeah and and that's just one of those things where that's a tough situation to be in and that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself but you know it 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 is something where i would like to see that more like improved on i would like to see his game continue to evolve uh i think last season kind of showed that he still has plenty to give an nhl team so like he can still improve his game and he's you know at the like he's still technically in his prime, you know, in the later twenties. Like he's got, he's twenty nine, so he's like towards the end of the prime. But still, he's yeah got he's got years left, yeah, um, to to continue to improve. And like this type of defenseman can like last pretty long. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do think that they start to lose their efficiency um they start to lose their offensive flair but they're able to like continue to play the game uh and provide like you know a lot of contributions and i think veteran presence is going to be something that you know gossip bear could potentially provide he has been on some bad teams uh and i think that's going to be kind of like a good thing for him to like be able to put things in perspective and like just like the fact that he has seemingly turned his career around, like that's, you know, to be admired. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, um, you know, that's, you know, that's the thing is, is, you know, despite the fact that he had those consistency problems and he played on a bunch of bad, bad teams, like, you know, we're still watching him grow. Yeah. Right. And I think that's, you know, the best part is like, you know, that whatever he takes, whatever, like, coach Tornay tells him like he will still like you know continue to improve on whatever you know bear tells him to yeah and i mean he's gonna get a new uh coach uh focused on defense uh hopefully that'll be something that you know he can adapt to he's a big part of the coyotes defensive squad so like hopefully they bring in someone who is able to kind of you know make him flourish uh because i do think when you're you know interviewing your assistant coaches like that's going to be like a thing like what do you think you would be doing with shane goss bear what do you think you're going to be doing with chick Ren? um like what do you think you're going to be doing with all of the young players yeah and then i mean that's the question any coach and general manager has to go through during an offseason for a rebuilding team um mm-hmm. and um you want players to grow but you also want to make sure it's still in the direction that you want the team to go. Like, so, like a player can still grow, but it can be a whole different. Like, you're great, but this team is also this style or whatever. Yeah. Um, but 
I think Ghostberry has fit in pretty pretty well, regardless. I think so too. I think so. Uh, I think he is like, you know, going forward, I thought that he would be a, you know, just a piece, but mostly a cap dump. Uh, and he turned himself into like a standout piece by the Coyotes. Um, like uh, we'll talk about it more in the next segment, but like, it's one of those things where I'm like, does he have value now? Are they going to flip him and get like more assets uh, or, you know, the other end of it, do you keep that player because you're like, oh, this guy could probably stay with the team for a while. He revitalized his career here. That's going to be important. Those are questions that you definitely have to ask and questions that we might ask in just a second, um, unless you have any more things yeah. you want to improve on. So let's go ahead and get to that in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. So I want you to imagine dipping your fingers into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then open your eyes and realize that it was only 150 calories and it has 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like when you eat a birthday cake puff from Bill. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like them before. They were really good. Uh, it is Arizona, so I will say definitely keep it you know, cooler or in your fridge, uh, it's, you know, it's kind of melty, but really good. And it was only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein there, and only nine grams of sugar. I really do not like to eat a lot of sugar, so it was nice to only have like nine grams in that snack. And it's covered in 100% real chocolate, white chocolate, so it's a good fit with the birthday cake flavors. Um, what I want you to do is go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com and get yourself some birthday cake puffs now. So let's continue this conversation on Shane Gossespierre on Locked On Coyotes. I'm Robin Leano of Carl Pavlock. Talk about grades. So get, to, just to get into a grade first and then we'll talk about his future. Um, what do you got? I'm trying to think. I'm still in my head. So it's it's a hard one because he is definitely a player who I think could have done more, but he mm-hmm. exceeded my expectations in so many ways. Uh, <laughs> he had a strong start, kind of a weak finish uh, up until the very end, which I love that. I, I love that he didn't go down fighting. Uh, I am going to go a B plus for Gosses Bear. You know, I was thinking around the B to B plus range as well, and I and I was going to go ahead and and count in the inconsistencies, um, and but also take into it, you know, you know, taking into uh, mind that he had that amazing start, that mm-hmm. you know, in the first month two months of the season, he was, I believe like the coyotes leading point scorer, <laughs> like, yeah. which was obviously as a team, when you have a defenseman doing that, it's not great, but, um, but the whole outside thing, of but, Oliver Ekman Larson, when he was doing that, uh, exactly. that was fun. Exactly. But, um, so he took care of the team when they was, when they struggled the most, but I think once the team, it, when the team around built up and he kind of fell flat, I think that's what kind of, you know, is taking it back and it's like he 
didn't progress with the team, even though he still, again, exceeded expectations. He had a phenomenal season regardless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm roughly in that area, the B to B, B to B plus. Yeah. Uh, which one are you going to go with? Ooh. Um, how about like that uh, um, where it's a percentage-wise where it's like a B, but technically like the 0.49% where it's like right there before the B+. Plus. Uh so that'd be what, like an eighty-six point five percent? Eighty-six point four nine percent. Well, that'd be between a B minus and a B. What? No. A- R. No, because eighty eighty-two point four nine would be between. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very uh. Nah. Nah. <laughs> way to way to complicate our rating. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Robin. Uh, I, I just did that just to just just to just to joke with you with Mondays. It's Monday, you know. It is Monday, yes. Um, but uh, you know, I, I do think that he he did come a long way. Uh, definitely a very interesting player um, to kind of grade because, I mean, especially I think when we look at you know the players we've graded so far, Schmaltz had a good end to the season. Uh, Keller had a, you know, great, uh, middle third before being hurt. And that kind of, you know, defined his, his career mm-hmm. or season. Ah, sorry. Uh, but Goss's bear started strong and then kind of petered out, um, which is definitely kind of that, that he didn't play bad. It's just, he disappeared. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh if you um if you are the type of person who acknowledges plus minus again not an ideal stat uh he finished minus 23 um which not good for a defenseman no. um i mean he is an offensive defenseman but still yeah like yeah, yeah. but you know definitely areas to grow but i do think that we both think that he has a career with the Coyotes, uh, or do you think that the team looks to shop him? This is where this is where it gets complicated because I was thinking about this all day, every day over the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Because Gossespierre now has some value that he bounced back. The Coyotes are going through a rebuild. Um, I had to think if they get if the, if there's different ways, there's different schools of thought in this. He's like you can trade him, but then you're losing a a defenseman in which the Coyotes mm-hmm. do not have enough of. Um, but you are, you know, potentially getting more draft picks in the upcoming draft f- um, of a player that you already got for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like you essentially like you'd be winning either way in that case. Um, which and- was basically the logic of trading Wedgwood. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So in this case, it's like, okay, so like you can take care of, like, he found his, he's found, he found his footing. He got his, he got his groove back. Maybe he can do it with another team. But the, on the other school of thought is he was so happy that he found his groove of Arizona, at least finished out his contract here until he finds something next year. I think that 
is more where I'm leaning towards. At least play one more year of Arizona. Yeah. Which, I mean, we can definitely talk about it depending on how the offseason goes, but like the potential of trading him at the deadline, I think could be that's a very a good that's, spot. That's, that's, that's a very high prospect, especially if he like replicates like this his start like as like as last this last season. If he does yeah. that again, then he his stock will only improve. And going into the next draft, which is <laughs> obviously I don't like I'm not sure how deep it is. I haven't checked out the prospects of the next draft, but like um, you know, if the Coyotes really want to tank hard for Bedard, you know, maybe not have Gotcha Spear on their team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, especially because he did come in strong at the very end. Um uh, Gassisper only has one year left on his contract, um, which is 4.5 mil. So not horrible. Uh, that that should be kind of movable. Uh, I, I do think it all kind of depends. Uh, sure, you are ideally going to get Timmons back next year, but that's still a very young blue line. Um, if the team moves Chikrin, I don't think they move Gassisper. Uh, just because I, w- I think they would want to mm-hmm. keep someone there. That is a very uh, but good point. I, I do also think that if you know the Coyotes start acquiring veteran defensemen uh, who you know aren't horrible, uh, who they could like trust to play like those minutes, uh, then maybe we see Ghost on the move. It it all kind of depends on what they're able to restock before you know next year. So it could it could very well be in like an either or chicken or a gossip spear thing. I can see that, yeah. especially it's seeing who gets the better value return, right? Yeah. Because that's the most important part to Arizona right now is what kind of return can we get for a certain player, and is it worth trading this player for that return? Um, you know, if you can get like, um a couple second rounders and heck even if get back into the first round again, like that's I, you know, plus, plus like top, you know, blue chip prospects. You're already, you're already good. Yeah. I, I think it's far more likely that the coyotes end up trading uh gas despair at the deadline. And then, Hey, maybe he's one of those players who comes back and resigns because he did have, you know, a good time in the, in the desert and he wants to finish out his career there. But, I mean, he's never won a cup, so probably wants to chase one of those, too. Especially if, especially, yeah, spe- um, like, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Like, that, 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 that I, I agree with you on that. Like, you, you might, yeah. might want to go cup, cup chasing. So, um, won't maybe not trade it this offseason, but at the deadline, could very well be likely to a, to a Stanley Cup team, maybe. I mean, hopefully, like usually they're the ones looking like the contenders. They're the and... ones that are buying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unless like the New Jersey Devils decide to freaking, you know, do some stuff. <laughs> Just be crazy at the offseason. Uh, I mean, it's I mean, that happens all the time with New Jersey. I mean, obviously we're not a New Jersey podcast, but like, oh, my God, like how many times have they gotten top five and just still are bad? So. 
Yeah, uh, f- fair point. Uh, I, I don't think they've ever gone out to acquire a player like Gostasbear, though. Uh, that would be quite the move. I, if any team, though, I can see New Jersey trying that. Yeah, they, uh, we'll see what happens with that. It'll be funny. Anyways, though, um, I think that's it for today's episode. We don't have anything else going. Um, but hope you guys liked this episode, I guess. Uh, if you did, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. Um, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including YouTube. If you, uh, don't forget to interact with us on social media, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Coyotes, on Instagram at Coyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. You can see that spelt if you're watching on YouTube. R-O-B-Y-N underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlock is Carl Pavlock F-F-H. Now, after this, ask the question you might have, or we can answer them right back. We're on a future episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. And uh, we got more we, we got we got more player reviews coming out through this week, and we're even potentially going to start some draft profiles to get you guys ready for the 2022 NHL entry draft, because the Coyotes got three picks in the first round. We're going to talk about that all coming up. Anyways, that's it for, for today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy and cool. It's getting hot out there, and don't forget to howl on.